Hello and welcome to Sojourn of Light, your guide to traveling the bridge between spirituality and entrepreneurship. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality using an individual to collective lens as we explore topics including ancient traditions rooted in earth wisdom, holistic wellness, the divine feminine and masculine, relationships, love, liberation, astrology, abundance, legacy, wealth, spiritual gifts, and creative curiosity. Some shows will just be me sharing my insights from my mystical experiences. Others will feature interviews with entrepreneurs, imaginators, and liberationists who are lighting up the world with their spirit-led work. I hope you'll join me on the journey to explore our sacred relationship with divinity as we take our place for the new earth. Check out the about section in order to engage and keep the conversation going. Welcome. So once again, welcome. This is the Venus Lunch Power Hour. Today we are unpacking entrepreneurship. For those of you that are listening later on the podcast, um, you can tune in and join the club if you are a member on Clubhouse, uh, Sojourn of Light, very new club that I've started uh, in order to create space for these kinds of conversations and to really dig into the divine masculine and feminine energy in relation to our everyday life and what we might consider the practical mundane matters of the world um, and how we can put more of a spiritual lens on that to understand um once again, that everything is energy and that we ourselves are energy and that we were created to create. And so what you'll find here each Friday in the club um, and for the ones that get recorded for the podcast will be various conversations diving into topics that have kind of just been talked about from a traditional standpoint or that we need to make more room for that I feel inspired or guided to talk about. And so today's topic, um, building on the conversation that we started, that we had last week around unpacking grief, we are unpacking entrepreneurship. And for those of you that are listening when this episode goes live or for the replay that might be available on Clubhouse, um, you still have time to register for the masterclass on Sunday. There is a link right above my head here on Clubhouse. Uh, you can click on that pinned link and it'll take you to the House of Soleil link tree where you can then click on free masterclass for spiritual entrepreneurs. That will allow you to register. You can save your seat um, and make sure that you are in that room when we have this larger conversation and really dive into some of the strategies, tools, practices, insights, and valuable tips that we need to know as spiritual entrepreneurs to really step in and do what it is that we're here to do, um, to get in alignment for our earth assignment, right? And also to do that in such a way that we are honoring the abundance that is available for us always and always. And for those of you tuning in on the podcast specifically, um, you can same thing, go to our link tree, um, which is available and in, in our bio on Instagram, which is at the house of Soleil. You can also go directly to this house of Soleil website to get that link and join us on Sunday. All right. And so I'm just going to go ahead and dive right in. So you'll probably hear some card shuffling in the background. Um, I have already set the space. I've 
smudged and set my intention. And now I'm just kind of working with some cards. Uh, I have been working with the African Goddess Rising Oracle deck, which I really love. And I'm also working with the Arcana of Astrology deck um, because as you all have probably figured by now, um, when I share messages, it's part download and divinate like divine message. It's part astrology and it's part um, oracle or tarot. And so all of those tools, um, at least for me, help to confirm the message that is trying to come through. Um, just to kind of affirm what it is that we need to know and what we can be thinking more deeply about. And so I'll be sharing some cards at the end as we send ourselves off, as well as some crystals that we can work with in order to keep these energies alive and well um, as we continue to unpack entrepreneurship. So to get started, I just want to name, you know, this is a, a different um way to have this conversation. A lot of conversations, whether we're on Clubhouse or social media or in the traditional business world, a lot of what folks are talking about has to do with, um, you know, your business credit, um, being able to uh, apply for certain assets and acquire certain assets in your business, your cash flow analysis, your projections, your marketing and all these things, right? And what I don't hear a lot in those conversations and what I want to particularly hold space for is the energetics behind being an entrepreneur and what that means and how that translates in the world of spirit. And so we'll spend some time talking about uh, today how that shows up specifically with the divine masculine, divine feminine energies, and how we can find that balance and that alignment within our business, within ourselves and our offerings so that we can be of greatest service to others and that we can truly find that harmony, that um, synergy to where our business and doing what we love doesn't feel like a burden. It doesn't feel like something that is taking away. Um, it feels like something that's actually adding to us as an extension of us and our energy. So that being said, I think one of the important things that I want to start with, and hopefully you have a you know a notepad or somewhere that you will be taking notes throughout. Um, and again, like I said, the episode will be available for you on those uh, on the podcast podcast platform if you don't have something to write with and you just want to listen that's fine um but definitely you know take some notes and ask yourself some questions and um really sit with this information and see how it lands for you so that we can keep building this conversation and you can keep building toward what your goals and dreams are um so what i would start with is the first prompt which is what do you love and i first want to as I do with these in these rooms, and I will continue to do in these rooms um, and in these spaces, is to acknowledge the energy of Venus first and foremost. So to share a little bit about the energy of Venus, Venus is known as the muse. So Venus rules Taurus and Libra, both earth sign energies. Um, to, uh, Venus also rules our second or seventh houses, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, and again, Venus is an earth element. There are some things that Venus particularly loves if we want to call in and work with this energy of Venus and with this energy of the divine feminine. And those things are art, 
um, seashells, flowers, particularly roses. The divine feminine really loves roses. <laughs> um, makeup, coins, gardens, and anything that kind of represents that fertility. From an astrological standpoint, Venus is the ruler of what is known as, once again, the divine feminine. Because she rules two signs, her energy is split between two areas, beauty and values, which are related to the Taurus side, and love and relationships, which are related to her Libra side. The material items we want are governed um, by that first area of Venus, some people want money, some people want good food, others have a desire to create drama, create art, and in our cases, and for the purposes of our conversation, create a business. The people that we attract and are attracted to are determined usually by that second side of Venus. So everything from the way that we you know, flirt with a potential date to how we express ourselves um, in our most vulnerable states and in intimate partnerships, whether that's business, romantic, um, community, family, otherwise, that is ruled by the energy of Venus and where you find her in your chart. So if you find that you are a person that has a lot of Venus energy in your chart, you might be someone who is quite alluring. You might be charming, charismatic. You have a natural knack and magnetism about you that people just want to know more about you, want to know more about what you do and who you are and how you've gotten to where you are are in the world. Um, and this is when the Venus energy can kind of show up as a two-sided coin because sometimes you can attract very um, supportive light energy. And at other times you can attract, you know, darker negative energy that just like a moth to a flame is going to be magnetized in by that Venus illumination. Um, it's important to note that Venus also herself has a dark side. So her energy can be, when in balance, it can lead to greediness, laziness, feeling entitled, feeling difficulty, um, trans transitioning, um, and just in general feeling, um, I would say the word that just came up, I'm just going to use that, um, is stale um, or barren. So not being able to produce kind of that fertile garden by all from all the seeds that we're planting internally and externally um, for ourselves. And so um, some key words to remember whenever we're talking about the energy of Venus, um, as you continue to come into this space and we have these Venus power hours, um, would be key, uh, create beauty, love, divine feminine, harmony, and entitlement. And so also just to bring in that Libra energy as well, because the energy of Libra in the comedic uh, <clears throat> cosmology is represented by the energy of Ma'at. And so definitely jot that down or make a personal note and do some of your own research. As always, I encourage people to be their own authority in what they know and what they believe and hold is true. So definitely take a look into the 42 um, principles or four, 42 universal laws of Ma'at. Sometimes it's written differently, but the Ma'at energy is all about giving and receiving. And that's a big theme when we're talking about entrepreneurship, because we're not only putting our energy out into the world so that we can receive clients, receive business, receive resources, get our needs met, 
um, but we're also giving something out into the world. And so there has to be that harmonious relationship between us putting things out into the world to give to others and receiving that value back. And so in, in the world of entrepreneurship, that translates in the form of money. And so sometimes it can be really difficult for us as um, those of us that are spiritual or creative entrepreneurs. We feel like we just have these innate natural gifts and talents, and it can be challenging to place a monetary value on that because we're like, well, I'm just doing this thing that I just know how to do. And I want to really help people. I want to be of service. I want to be a support. And so I don't feel comfortable charging for this, or I don't know how to price my service. Um, and I think that through me, the universe is here to remind you that you have value and that the time that you've put in to acquire the knowledge, the wisdom, the insights, the expertise that you have has value. And the energy of my aunt with the giving and receiving is represented by the scales. Um, I actually recently was doing some studying because I'm always, you know, studying in my various ways so that I can bring new information and new insights to you all. And I heard um, in my studies that Earth is a Libra. And so I thought that was interesting. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I can't, you know, say that there's a lot of empirical evidence about Earth being a Libra. But I just sat with that and I was like, wow, that would make a lot of sense in terms of why there's this um, energy or this this theme of karma that we always talk about. And rather than focusing on karma, which a lot of times we can immediately want to um, define as bad, that we can just understand that the universe is always seeking that balance and is always seeking that harmony. It is universal and spiritual law. Um, it's like a boomerang energy, right? And so when the energy of Ma'at comes through in the case of this Venus energy that we're talking about, this Libra energy that we're talking about, specifically with entrepreneurship, it asks us to find those places of alignment, truth, and balance within our entrepreneurial endeavors, within our businesses. Ma'at literally translates to order. Um, and she is the descendant of Egyptian sun god Ra, who rose out of chaos and put her in charge of divine justice. And so I'm going to read from the African goddess rising deck. Um, there's actually a Ma'at card who, that not surprisingly came out as I was just shuffling. Um, and so the guidance from Ma'at um, specifically for today is to reset your harmonic balance. You may be out of, you are out of alignment. The sacred scales command you to give and receive. If you receive without giving, you are selfish and out of alignment. If you give without receiving, you are stuck in martyrdom and out of alignment. Embodiment. Giving and receiving is spiritual law and spell work. Give time, money, service, resources, and good vibes. If you are a generous giver, cultivate a practice of receiving. Receiving is a sacred feminine principle that makes many uncomfortable. Receive compliments, joy, support, pleasure, friendship, money, and love. They are all the same to spirit. And the affirmation for today to go along with today's message is, I give easily and freely. I receive freely and easily. 
And so to unpack that a little bit more as we get into some of the practical aspects of entrepreneurship, once again, and as we've been focalizing on, um, is that there is a divine feminine and a divine masculine energy that are both aspects of entrepreneurship. Um, Some of us listening to this may be familiar with chakras as energy centers. I know over the past several decades, it's become a lot more mainstream to talk about chakras and balancing chakras and understanding how to work with our own energy. And as I talked about last week in our conversation about grief, we are ultimately responsible for maintaining our energy. We are accountable for um, maintaining our energy fields. And so in order for us to best understand and apply this in a way that can hit our physical body, I also have to bring in the chakras. And so some important chakras as we're talking about this work of entrepreneurship. And I think truly with the energy of Venus, we They have to name and acknowledge the sacral chakra. So the sacral chakra is our second lowermost chakra. So after the root chakra, it's represented by the color orange, um, which again, to me, goes back to that um, raw energy. When I think about the raw energy, I think a lot about Leo, the sun, um, all of which have a very particular imprint. Um, The sacral chakra is our place of creativity. It is where we manifest desire. It is where we manifest our fertility, our confidence. Um, It's related very much to, for those of us that that are women, um, our womb energy, our ability to create life. And so similarly, as we're talking about entrepreneurship and um, businesses, it is still a life-giving energy that we're working with. Whether we're giving birth to a, a, a human, like a physical child or a being that will move throughout the world in a very similar way, we are working with that energy of creating life as we're creating businesses. And I'm going to tell you why. When we work with our creativity and our creative expression, um, we are basically creating a partnership or a sacred union with the energy of ideas. I believe that ideas and that creativity in of itself has its own energetic footprint that is from the divine, that is all around us always. And so some of you might be like, yeah, I get hit with you know ideas all the time, just randomly. And sometimes at really inconvenient times when I can't write it down or I feel blocked and I can't act on it or I can't do anything about it. That is um, the energy that we most work with in our sacral chakra and that we most feel from our sacral chakra. Um, For some in Sanskrit, it's also um, identified as where your being is established. And so when we relate this to entrepreneurship and business, we then come to understand that when we're working with our own creativity and we're bringing something into the world that we love, again, that Venus energy, that we are creating a new life form, that 
our business in of itself has a soul. It has a spirit. It has um, its own life force. And our role and our our responsibility um, is to act as the divine mothers to our businesses and to what it is that we're creating and bringing into the world um, so that we can help that business or that project or that idea mature and evolve and to contribute and to serve its own place in the world. Um, and so it's it's interesting because I think that also this the conversation around, you know, some women not wanting to have children or choosing not to have children um, is kind of a more modern conversation in some ways, um, but it very much is a part of the understanding that we hold when we realize that those people that don't have children may choose to dedicate their life to their work. And this gives a lot of evidence as to how that can very much be the same thing in a lot of ways that, you know, we have these stereotypes and these misconceptions and these untruths about being workaholics and just wanting to um, spend all this time working on a business or working on things or working on this or that and that being quote unquote unhealthy. However, I would venture to say, and I think the cards and the chakras and astrology would support this notion, um, that we actually have to do something with that energy that even if we don't have children, for those of us that don't have wombs, so for my men who are listening, um, there's still something that desires to be born through you, right? That the men still have this very active sacral chakra energy. Um, and so whether the, you know you as, as a male choose to have children or choose to bring life into the world, that there's uh, through a child, that there is still something that desires to come through you. Um, our sacral chakra is linked with pleasure, sexuality, joy. Um, there are some ways that we can understand um, this, the sacral chakra in some key words that I want to offer. So those also include, again, the giving and receiving energy. So giving and receiving of pleasure, um, the giving and receiving of creativity, unstructured expression, waxing and waning, non-permanence, the inner child, the divine feminine, and synchronicity. Sometimes when we are not in balance and we find ourselves not being able to express ourselves through our sacral chakra for whatever reason, if we feel blocked in our ability to express our creativity, whether it was because as a child somebody told us that our dreams were silly or that our imaginary friends weren't real or that we couldn't be an artist because that wasn't a real job, whatever the narrative is that when we unpack entrepreneurship and when we work with this energy of Ma'at and we work with this energy of Venus and the sacral chakra, we have to do that shadow work and really look in some of those dark tucked away places to see what it is that we might've repressed or where we have those wounds so that we can unblock that energy and allow it to just flow through us. That the, that the universe and spirit and the divine God or a higher power, however you refer to it, um, is always giving and receiving inspiration, ideas, um, things that are within us that want to be expressed externally. 
And so that's a, a, a good amount of the work that we have to do as we're talking about entrepreneurship, that it can't just be about the masculine aspects, which, um, you know, to bring in the divine masculine to the conversation, um, the divine masculine energy, which again, we all have, uh, as I've named in some previous episodes and similar with the divine feminine energy, we all have both of these energies. And so as we're working with entrepreneurship, and unpacking entrepreneurship, the divine masculine energy is our external energy. It is the part of us that expresses ourselves out into the world. It is our action plans. It's our strategies. It's our marketing. It's our branding. It's our financial projections. It's the it's the the tactile the um, uh, the the technical right. It's the operational aspects of being in business and being an entrepreneur. And so when we're working with the energy of the divine masculine, what we don't want to do is to just focus on those external aspects without tuning in to ourselves, to our sacral energy, to the energy of Venus, which is all around us and available for us and just say, okay, well, what, what, what can I do that's going to make me money? Like, how can I, you know, just get this projection done? How can I just apply for this? Um, you know, credit application, this grant, what have you. A lot of times, especially nowadays, you really have to connect from an authentic place in order to even get those kinds of support. And so we're really being called to not just be in that masculine energy of doing, 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 acting, 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 responding, responding, responding. But we also have to cultivate that energy within to where we have a safe place within ourselves where our creativity can thrive, where our creativity can live, where our inner child feels safe, where what we hold in our hearts can be expressed and we can move with our hands or our feet or our minds or however we are expressing and activating that energy to create the thing in the world that has has arrived to us that has shown up to us the idea that wants to be in sacred union with us right and so the divine masculine energy has been and i wouldn't even necessarily say that it's been the divine masculine <laughs> like in some cases for the past few centuries it's that we've been very much in our masculine mindset and our masculine form as we've been thinking about and working through business however during this time when there's been this huge up, uptick in spirituality and consciousness and people doing their internal work, their shadow work, that we're really understanding that the divine feminine in all of us has been silenced or, you know, repressed or pushed away, um, told to come back in a few days, that we it wasn't convenient to feel feelings, that it wasn't convenient to feel upset that it wasn't convenient to still want to push forward when somebody told you that your idea was silly. Um, and sometimes it can be really hard and painful to look at those things. Um, and being an entrepreneur, we can run from that. <laughs> you know, like one, that's one convenience that we don't have working for ourselves as opposed to working for someone else is that we look at ourselves every single day and we know and we have to accept and embrace that our reality is the result of the work that we did or did not do. And sometimes there are things that spirit whispers to us um, as far as putting ourselves out there more. And because of our wounding and because of old narratives and old stories that we're telling ourselves that haven't been cleared from our sacral chakra, 
we don't we don't want to do it. <laughs> We're like, no, no, no. I'm not going to start that YouTube channel. Come back next year. Or no, 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 no. I'm not going to be online reading tarot or, you know, sharing astrology. Like, I'm not an expert. Who am I to share this information? You know, or no, no, no. I can't start a spiritual business. Like, I just volunteer. Like, I'm just doing this for my friends and family. And yeah, I see that their lives have changed astronomically since they've, you know, had some time with me and I've been kind of guiding them, but that can't be valuable. Like I can't make money doing that. Right. And so being an entrepreneur, we really have to look at both sides of the coin and look at all aspects of the energy, um, look at the divine feminine and the divine masculine and realize that there is a necessity and a place for them both. Um, that it is not that we're trying to discredit or undervalue the masculine energy, which we very much need and moves us to act and moves us to make connections and build community and put ourselves out there um, to be of service to those who need what we have, right? That there are ideas, there are specific ways that you will bring a business into form that is unique to you because you are the only version of you that there will ever be. You are the only version of you that has your life experience, your skills, your education, your training. And so even if you see somebody else doing a thing that's similar to what you're doing, we have to check the imposter syndrome or the comparative analysis, or even sometimes like reformatting, redesigning what we consider to be a SWOT analysis, because the truth of the matter, matter is, as much as we look around us, there's something different about how you're going to do it that doesn't exist. And the more that you place the weight externally outside of you in that masculine energy, right, of what you see reflected, not realizing that there's something in you that is in you because it doesn't exist yet. And the frustration sometimes comes and the blocks sometimes come because you're looking for the world to make it okay and to make it safe and to make it a good time to launch your business or to launch that new product or to increase the rates on that said service. And it's not going to always be there. In fact, oftentimes it's not, you're not going to see that reflection because it's in you and the divine has knocked on your door, <laughs> the door to your sacral, sacral chakra and said, I want to be in partnership with you around this idea you are the you are the one to carry this forth. You are the, the best possible host. You are the best possible parent for this business. You are the best possible creator for this experience. Um, and so, or this business, you know, whether it's an experience, a service, a product. Um, and so we can sometimes talk ourselves out of that starting that business or starting that project or starting that idea before we even get started um, because we're trying to get that validation from people that are not going to be like us because they're not us and they have a different agreement they have a different contract they have a different partnership with the universal divine energies that is that is asking them to create a thing right so Okay, so another card wanted to come out, and I'm going to read one last card from the African Goddess Rising Oracle. 
and it is the card of Sekhmet. Also from the Kemetic Pantheon, these Kemetic goddesses just really wanted to come through for us today. So here they are. <laughs> but um, Sekhmet um, represents in this deck, um, the card is card number 15. That means anything to anyone, which is a six. Sekhmet is the wounded healer. And Sekhmet is the fierce ancient Egyptian goddess of war, the sun, again, that raw energy coming through, the orange sacral chakra coming through, and healing. She carries life force in her palm with the power to create or destroy. Well, Sekhmet's guidance, heal thyself. Everyone gets your best except you. You are a healer among your tribe. Stop putting your needs last. Embodiment. When did you decide to become a martyr? Take a breath. Wounded healers hold sadness, rage, and fears of brokenness. Being a warrior wasn't a choice for our beloved foremothers. They did the best they could. But being a goddess warrior for us is knowing that we have the choice not to fight all the time. Deep dive questions. What are your swords, the weapons you use to fight? I'll repeat that one more time. What are your swords, the weapons you use to fight? Question two. What are your shields and the ways you defend yourself? And again, what are your shields, the ways you defend yourself? Dare to lay the burdens down along with your swords and shields. And the goddess affirmation, it is safe to put myself first. So we had giving and receiving come up first. And we ended the oracle guidance or message with the wounded healer, which goes along with exactly what I was sharing earlier, which is we have these wounds you know it's the shadow side of our sacral energy it's the part of us that has cut us off from our own creativity our own ability to bring life into the world and it is our responsibility to embrace that inner child that we want to very much keep alive and to be the mothers to mother ourselves in maybe ways that we didn't receive from our actual earth mothers but that we do have a mother in divinity and that we can mother ourselves and parent ourselves in the ways that we might have wanted, that it's never too late to do that. Um, that as we do that work, as we do the work of looking at our wounding, that it actually can become our greatest strength. And sometimes for some of us, our swords and our shield and the way that we fight is by daring to fucking exist to be ourselves anyway, to be weird, to be creative, to be an artist, to be an entrepreneur anyway, even if the world is telling us that's the most unsafe thing that we can do, that we believe in ourselves enough, that we are committed to the partnership of the idea and the divinity enough that we are going to choose to move forward anyway, and that it doesn't matter what other people around us say because they haven't seen anything like us before. And that's just the truth, that if we recognize that we are the only one of our kind, quote unquote, 
there's no way somebody can know what's possible for you. And so in that way, I think the message also coming through is that our past does not have to determine our future. And so as entrepreneurs, when we're making our um, plans for 2022, as we're starting to um, put things on the calendar as far as events or programs or services that we want to offer, don't lowball yourself. Don't do, don't project numbers that feel safe. Project what's most like the highest possible version, the best possible outcome, and then allow spirit and the divine and the universe to support you and then give you even more to bring even more abundance into your life because you are supported. And as long as you're moving from that place of internal resonance and internal alignment, there's really not a wrong direction. There's not a wrong answer. I can't tell you how many, how much time I feel like I've wasted or I've spent beating myself up because I'm like, damn, I should be further. If only I hadn't given that much time to that partner or if only I hadn't given that much time to staying at that job and just started sooner or whatever it was. But the reality is I can't go back and undo it. It doesn't matter at this point because if I stay stuck in that space, I'm going to keep like in this loop of the past and I'm actually not creating my future because I'm stuck in the past. And so for me, as I've been doing some of my own shadow work and my own unpacking of what it means to be an entrepreneur now and to get clear about that again now, because I feel like I've been on this, I have been on this journey since I was 12 years old and started apprenticing with my grandmother and then came back to it as an adult. I've had to understand how to bring the spirit into my work as an entrepreneur and that it actually is the most spiritual thing that I could do um, to do what I love and to be of service to the world and be abundantly supported as a result of that. Um, and that there's a newfound understanding that I have that the present moment is all that we have. Because if I'm stuck in the past, I'm just recreating those same old results. Like I'm literally attracting this, those same energies from my energy and my focus and my attention being there. But if I'm focused on the right now and I'm asking myself, what thing can I do for my business today? What thing have I said no to in the past that I can be a little bit more open to today that I can work on today? Like whether it's me revamping my social media presence, whether it's me getting on a new platform, whether it's me deleting a platform that doesn't feel like it's me. And I just thought that I should be on there because that's what they tell you to do in business class, whatever it is the more that I can come in alignment with my own truth and that divine feminine energy, the more I can allow myself to open up and receive. And then from that place, I can move into my divine masculine energy and act and respond and express and build, you know, and it takes both. It truly, truly takes both. So um, a few crystals that we can work with um, as we continue to work with this energy. Um, always, always rose quartz. I mean, I think I'm going to always mention rose quartz. I mentioned rose quartz last week in working with grief. But rose quartz, um, again, that energy of the heart chakra, our desires, what we love, again, with that Venus energy. Um, I think that rose quartz really aligns our energy to be able to receive that love and love can be expressed in so many ways. 
loving what we do, loving what we're creating, loving where we are, what we have, where we're not, you know, like just whatever that is. I think Rose Quartz is very powerful to work with. Similarly, Jade, which is um, a green crystal, um, works with the heart chakra energy and is very, very powerful for, um, you know, just finding that alignment and keeping our hearts open. Even though we've been wounded, we've been hurt, we've been disappointed, um, it's so important that we learn to move through those things and find the lessons because I think our treasure is actually where we, we you know, where our trauma lies. And spirit and the universe tries to get us to go back to the places where we've been wounded and been traumatized because they're like, but you got to go clean up the site. Like you got to go clean up, you know, the damaged site because there's some gems there that you can build with. Um, not that it has to always be hard, but, you know, it's like collecting your inventory and, and letting that be what you're building your foundation with. Um, also, in terms of the sacral ch uh, chakra, one um, uh, crystal that I love working with and that is powerful for me is citrine. Um, citrine is very good for abundance, uh, wealth, creativity, fertility, that, that sac sacral sensual energy. Um, and then uh, also with the sacral chakra, um, gosh, I just lost it. I just had it. it oh, uh, carnelian is also great. Um, so that's kind of one of those that you can work with your root chakra. So your feeling of stability, safety, um, having your basic needs met, but then also moving into that place of like, okay, my baseline is taken care of. Now I can, I can receive more. And carnelian is very, very good for, um, attuning our energies to that. Um, and then some other ones that are just good to have, um, as we move our energy up through the root and the sacral into the heart. And eventually it's in some way, whether it's us speaking or us teaching or us coaching, um, through our entrepreneurial endeavors or whatever it might be, um, definitely you're going to be working with your throat chakra at some point. And so lapis lazuli is really, really great for, um, helping to have that, that, um, courage, um, to release those blocks that we might have had and felt silenced or felt, um, shut out and cut off from our own truth, whether it was as a child or as an adult, um, lapis lazuli while working, uh, so working with your throat chakra and working with your sacral chakra simultaneously, I think can be really powerful. So lapis lazuli, um, and then just a general protection energy, um, you know, because sometimes people might project their fears and their assumptions and their doubts onto you. And so it never hurts to do what you need to, to keep your energy, um, feel protected and, 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 uh, grounded. And again, with that earth energy. So, um, black tourmaline is the last crystal that I wanted to recommend, um, to keep doing this work. <clears throat> so, you can find most of those, I, I would say you can, if you have a metaphysical shop, spiritual shop, um, a witch shop somewhere in your area, in your neighborhood, you can find these, these crystals there. Also, you know, one of the beautiful things about the panorama is a lot of things are available online at this point. And so even if you don't have a metaphysical shop in your community or your neighborhood, you can find some really great shops online that will ship wherever you are in the U.S. or maybe um, abroad. So just check those out. Um, for those of you that are listening um, from other countries, 
Um, and for those of you that are in the Asheville area, which, you know, got to also always pay homage and, and root um, shout outs to um, what's local here, um, where I have spent a lot of my time and a lot of my adult life, um, the uh, what's it called? Enter the Earth, which is in the Grove Arcade, is really good. Um, there are also a few metaphysical shops that I'm missing the names of. Oh, Cornerstone is one on Lexington Avenue. Um, and there are a few others that you can search in the area. And once again, these places do ship. So even if you're not in the actual community, you can find these in other, um, you can get these shipped to you wherever you are. So, um, thank you so much for joining today's conversation. Um, it was packed with a lot more information than I, than I thought. And, you know, sometimes I come on here and I'm, I have a whole, you know, flow planned out and days like today, I just, you know, set the intention, set the space and I have my tools here. And, um, I've also been doing my own personal work and insights and, you know, evaluating some of these things. And so I just come, I just come and be present and that's okay. That's enough. And I feel like I'm saying and acknowledging that because maybe somebody needs to hear it. That will hear this later. Um, yeah, that we don't always have to be perfectionist in our, in our, uh, in our preparation, that sometimes it's just about being with the process. And that's a big, big part of being an entrepreneur is sometimes learning when to let go, right? That's a big part of that giving and energy, uh, giving and receiving energy that we talked about earlier um, is learning when to let go, learning when to relax and rest and just turn off the computer, turn off your phone um, and just go play, you know, because sometimes there are places that you'll find inspiration and creativity that you hadn't expected. And there are some seasons for some of us, like the one that I'm in now and have been in, where you've got to do a lot of fucking building and a lot of reorganizing to, you know, dismantle and tear down the old way of working and the old way of being in business to give way to give form and give shape to the new way because you've received that new download or that new idea um, from the divine and it requires you to rebuild. Um, and it takes a lot of energy to build anew. And trust me, <laughs> I have been there, um, you know, with three businesses that I'm actively, um, and I would say three godchildren that I'm actively um, mothering at this point and all connected, um, but at the same time, all unique in their own ways. And so definitely a lot of love and respect to all the parents out there, whether you have children, whether you have ideas or businesses or projects you're bringing out into the world, it takes a lot of our time and energy, but it is the greatest gift. And it's the, it's that reflection back to the, the, the divine, that back to our higher self um, that says, you know, my life is an altar for you. My life and my business is the way that I am expressing the highest form of your creativity, of your divinity, of your um, nurturance. And, you know, we can feed people from our businesses. Literally, we can write checks and, uh, you know, create empires and nations. And um, it feels really good to be able to write a check and, you know, support somebody else through something that we've created with our own hands, brick by brick. Um, so 
just keep all of that in mind as you are moving forward in the world and as you are working on your business. Keep in mind that divine masculine, divine feminine energy, that one cannot do it all. Um, we need both in order to be entrepreneurs and to really move into this space and this energy, um, this energy of creating. And as you move forward, also keep in mind that it is your birthright to create and that the universe responds when you create, when you express, um, and is here to support you, that abundance is all around us and that the resources that we need are just waiting on us to step in to alignment and they will show up. They absolutely always show up and my life feels like a testament to that. So just wanted to offer that as um, some reinforcement and some reminders for all of us as we move forward and start to plant those seeds and to do this work for what we wanna call in for 2022. And so I hope you all are starting to work on your vision boards. Um, once again, if you haven't already um, secured your seat for the masterclass this Sunday, this is the only masterclass that I'll be offering for free. Um, but I wanted to, you know, just kind of let it be an energetic exchange in a way where we didn't have to exchange money. And that might be the case um, in the future. But for right now, this is the only one that I'm offering that is completely free. So if you know of other spiritual entrepreneurs that want to get in on it or that could use this valuable information, whether they're your clients or students or whomever, like that, you know, are trying to launch their spiritual businesses and understand business as spirituality, definitely share that link um, in the invitation to join. And once again, it's just as easy as going to houseofsoleil.org and you can click on that button very at the very top of the homepage and um, get registered. And I think it'll be a good time. I think it'll be more of talking about some of what we talked about today um, and then actually getting into the practical setting up of a business with these kinds of themes and energies um, in mind so that we can be successful, be balanced and be resourced, right? So that is our hour, y'all. Thank you so much for joining. I hope that um, this was valuable for you. And wherever you're listening in the world, if you are hearing this on the podcast, um, for those of you that hopped in the room at some point on Clubhouse, thank you, thank you, thank you for your time and your presence. Um, definitely let me know how this landed for you. I want to keep these these relevant and also real, but very much bringing in that spiritual energy. So um, have an amazing rest of your Venus day and your weekend. And for those of you that I'll see you on Sunday, look forward to connecting with you um, in person, quote unquote, face to face on Zoom. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. I'll see you all next Friday for our next Venus Power Hour. And next Friday, we will be talking about unpacking astrology. So if you felt a little bit lost about all the different planets and energies that I was mentioning, not to fret because there's going to be more to share. <laughs> all right, y'all have a great one. Take care. Remember to like, subscribe, and share so you never miss an episode. Reach me at houseofsoleil.org slash podcast or on Instagram at the house of Soleil to keep the conversation going. 
Become a supporter or sponsor to get early access to episodes, discounts on merch, free alignment guides and tools, behind-the-scenes access with my guest, and much more. Thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next time.